This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. Welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. All right, a couple things. There's a lot of you out there in the pain.tv slash gold community and over on Twitter sending me a boatload of information. Also at Telegram, someone just sent me some stuff on Elon Musk and Elon Musk Neuralink brain chip and who he's involved with. Uh, over at Twitter, people are sending me stuff on the new right. A lot of the topics, obviously, that we covered here at the Dustin Gold Standard. Um, digging up all kinds of information. So here is what I suggest to you folks, because I know you are having a good time doing all this research. And when you send me things, I add it to my file. And then what happens on my file is sometimes stuff just keeps getting pushed down and down and down. Because what you send me, you might have spent 10 hours reading on something. You send it to me. Now, I got to dig into it and spend 10 hours. So what I really want you to do, because I want this to be a show built by the audience. This is a we the people, a show for the people, by the people, and of the people, okay? Because this is going to take a team effort to completely dismantle this and then put together our plans to show what these guys are doing in the future and then the solutions to work around it. I want you to take something that's your area of interest. People are digging, let's say, on the new right right now, finding more and more stuff of Peter Thiel connected to Steve Bannon, connected to the old new right movement, and just become an expert in that one area. And then let me know when you're ready to unload, I don't care, 30 minutes of material, and I'll bring you on the show and you can educate me and the audience on what you dug up. Because now that I got into the technocracy stuff, and now I'm trying to merge the history in with what's going on right now with Jim's material, that's it's taking me a lot of time. When I'm not here on the show, I'm spending four, five, six hours a day reading this stuff, cataloging it, trying to connect the dots, looking into different theories we have. And so while you're doing that with stuff that is... Um, connecting with you and things you're interested in, or maybe it, it relates to something that you know from work or your skill. 
become an expert in that area and then come on the show like Jim did and present the information you have to me and to the audience and show us how it fits in to the big picture. Uh, someone is looking into Elon Musk and Neuralink and the, one of the guys that he worked with and, you know, read that stuff, dig deep, find a couple of articles, connect the dots, figure out what companies are behind it, get the proof together like we do here at the show and then come on here. I'll bring you on for a special. It doesn't have to be four hours like what Jim did. It can be half hour, an hour, whatever, and we will talk about it and present it to the audience, and I'll get smarter, the audience will get smarter, and then as you're presenting me the information, I'll be able to come back like I did with Jim and go, wait a second, Billy, wait a second, Jan, let me tell you, holy crap, that connects in with this, it connects in with that, and it's going to help us put this puzzle together. So I welcome you to do that. I want you to do it, folks. I want this to become a show of by and for the people. And I will be the connective tissue here. All right? So just just keep that in the back of your mind. Also, folks, feel free for a few dollars a month. Listen, just cut out the uh, couple of McDonald's coffees or whatever and join us at pain.tv slash gold so you can start networking with other people on that platform and putting the pieces together uh, and sharing information back and forth. There's a lot of people doing it on there. And plus you get the ad free video version to this podcast and the Thomas Payne podcast. And eventually we're going to have all these new audio books. I'm going to create uploaded on there. I'm talking to Mike this week too, about taking some of these documentaries that are getting taken down online and uploading them there behind the paywall where we won't get in trouble for copyright issues or whatever. So we're talking about that as well. So I'm going to turn that into a hub, a library full of information. In the process, I mentioned this, I don't know, 50 episodes ago, we're working on a backup site where we're going to also have a lot of this stuff, but I'm not going to launch it. I don't really want to manage a website. I'm not going to have time. So it's going to be a backup in case something ever happens to pain.tv slash gold. You never know. I mean, they could shut Mike down in a second. Uh, also, he just emailed me yesterday that the interview that I did on his show with him, he's going to air that on his channel Monday, so then we'll be able to put that out probably sometime middle of next week here at the Dustin Gold Standard. So feel free to join, hook up with people on there. It is worth it for like $8 and change a month. That's going to go up to 10 soon. And then also, if you haven't done so, please leave us a five-star review and a comment at Apple Podcasts. It does help us move up the charts. It's working. We are growing. We need to reach more people. One, we need to wake people up, all right, to the real information, the stuff that has been hidden from them in years. We need to give them the stuff, stop with the misdirection and the disinfo nonsense, and show people what's really happening. And then as people start to get together, I don't care, in Twitter groups or Telegram or at pain.tv slash gold, if you can afford the few dollars a month, people get together on there. They will start networking and more and more solutions will start coming out. There's solutions to things you can do in your real life. I talk about them. Jim talks about them. Mike talks about them. Legal Man talks about them. Uh, VM talks about them. Marie Albanese talks about them. So there's solutions in your life. But then there's big picture stuff. Like if we could all put our differences aside, buy a million acres somewhere and build a homestead, uh, some sort of a half Amish community for people that still need to make money but want to live half off the grid. Those are big solutions, things that can actually be done 
but you need to get a group of people together. You need to get conversation started. So that's the value that Mike's show and my show, the Dustin Gold Standard and the Thomas Payne Podcast, that's where we're providing the information that people need to make these decisions and then becoming the connective tissue through a platform like pain.tv slash gold to get people together to start actually talking about this stuff. We need to start putting this into practice. Eventually, I'm going to review some old documentaries on Saul Alinsky, who wrote Rules for Radicals, this uh, progressive communist, really. And we're going to show how his concepts of progressivism tie into technocracy and into transhumanism today. But at the same time, it's going to be a teaching moment because Alinsky was the most successful community organizer on the ground and we're going to learn a lot from him because what he ends up telling people is the death of the community organizer is planning when you sit in a room with whiteboards and you just plan and plan and talk all day instead of getting on the ground and actually organizing and so a lot of this stuff we talk about a lot of the theories and a lot of the solutions become theories have to be put into practice action has to be taken otherwise we just get stuck in this planning loop it's just a planning loop and we just talk about ideas but we'd never actually get anything done and people for some reason expect not all of you really but a lot of people expect mike or expect me or expect maria or expect legal man or vm all the people that are willing to share information that somehow we're supposed to lead the movement like that's our job is to offer the solutions and put them into practice what do you think that we're doing we're dedicating eight ten hours a day to do research put shows together put them out there to be the people talking about these things and we're not driving you into a dead end we're not bringing you down an alleyway to run into a brick wall like a lot of the so-called talk radio hosts and big podcasters are doing they just drive you right back into the system people like mark levin you know and sean hannity and dan bongino and these guys they just drive you right back into the system they go, oh, there's a problem and this and that. Oh, it's Joe Biden's fault. Back in the system. Let's wait till 2024. We need to reelect Trump or we need to elect Ron DeSantis. These are not solutions, folks. They're not even talking about the real problems. They're talking about WWE wrestling clown world. All right. And that's not what we're doing. So the value is we're talking about the real problems and then starting to offer solutions, stuff that we're doing in our regular life. Before we get to the piece I want to share with you, let me just read a little from this uh, technocracy study guide. There's something important embedded here that you need to know about. This, again, is from 1934. It says, Technocracy Incorporated is a non-profit membership organization incorporated under the laws of the state of New York. It is a continental organization. It is not a financial racket or a political party. Technocracy Incorporated operates only on the North American continent through the structure of its own continental headquarters, area controls, regional divisions, sections, and organizers as a self-disciplined, self-controlled organization. It has no affiliations with any other organization, movement, or association, whether in North America or elsewhere. Technocracy points out that this continent has the natural resources, the physical equipment, and the trained personnel to produce and distribute in abundance. Technocracy finds that the production and distribution of an abundance of physical wealth on a continental scale for the use of all continental citizens can only be accomplished by a continental technological control, a governance of function, a technate. 
All right, that's what they call it. Goes on to say, technocracy declares that this continent has a rendezvous with destiny, that this continent must decide between abundance and chaos within the next few years. Let me repeat, 1934 Technocracy Study Guide, one of the founding documents, I call this basically the constitution of the technocracy. It says, technocracy declares that this continent has a rendezvous with destiny. I will repeat, technocracy declares that this continent has a rendezvous with destiny. Where have you heard this before, folks? Up on the screen, I brought in Wikipedia. Rendezvous with destiny, I always... Uh, remembered it from a Ronald Reagan speech. But here, the earliest time marked on Wikipedia, and this is what I could find online, it says a 1936 presidential nomination acceptance speech by Franklin D. Roosevelt. See 1936 Democrat National Convention. 1952 book titled Rendezvous with Destiny, A History of Modern American Reform. 1964 television program that included a speech by Ronald Reagan in support of Barry Goldwater. See a time for choosing. One day we'll go through that speech. There's some stuff in there. And then a 2007 Algerian television series called Rendezvous with Destiny. So the earliest date that Wikipedia has on this phrase used by Ronald Reagan, a famous one, and all the conservative Reaganite propaganda, they always have the clip of him saying, this rendezvous with destiny. Well, the earliest time was 1936 in the presidential nomination accepted speech by Franklin Roosevelt. A rendezvous with destiny. 1936. Well, folks, in 1964, we find it in these founding documents of Technocracy Incorporated, It says, technocracy declares that this continent has a rendezvous with destiny. So Franklin Roosevelt took it from there. Then Ronald Reagan took it from Franklin Roosevelt. Well, the technocracy movement came up with this term, a rendezvous with destiny. And the truth is, folks, we today humans that are facing this prison planet slave system and the extinction the extermination the engineering of humanity out of existence faces a rendezvous with destiny only this time it is real and this time it is an existential threat ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dust to gold with the dust to gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard, folks. Now, some of you, some of you out there will always say, uh, you know, what's the solution? And we went over that. Some of you are always going to say, well, who's really behind this? 
And so it's funny, one of the uh, first things I asked Jim when I talked to him on the phone, we got about 30 minutes into our first conversation, our introduction to each other, and I said, who do you think's behind this? You know, I always want to know what people think. And so Jim mentions to me, I mean, if we're talking in realistic terms, I would say probably the Rockefeller family, and they control a lot of these other groups and organizations we've heard about over the years. And so he's been running calculations on the total wealth he believes that the so-called Rockefeller family would have today based on a projection back 100 years ago. So he'll get into that when he comes on the show. Really fascinating stuff. And so Jim starts digging in and doing some research on Howard Scott, you know, coming out of Columbia University, and he finds all these ties to Columbia University and the Rockefellers basically owning this land trust that Columbia sits on. I mean, there's all sorts of foundation grants and donations by the Rockefeller projects throughout the years to Columbia, but really goes back to the beginning. So we do a little bit of research on this. Now, Folks, we can go back to, I don't know what kind of shows you listen to, but I've listened to a wide range of podcasts out there. And we could get into Tartaria, we can get into Satanic Goat Devils, we can get into the people that we're not allowed to talk about. I mean, eventually I'll do shows on this when I have time. But my thing is, if you go too far... If all of a sudden you discover that it's an alien Bigfoot uh and and some and and the devil operating out of a cave that control all of this then it becomes hopeless right you end up so black pilled that you're going to go home you're going to put a gun in your mouth and blow your brains out what is the point of that what is the point of trying to understand this and trying to plan our future either a breakaway civilization in our heart you know for our family or some community we're going to try to form all of it becomes hopeless and i will tell you in everything that i've been researching and in everything that jim has been researching and everything that maria's been researching and mike's been researching and legal man's been researching i will tell you this my personal belief there are people operating at all levels of this scheme of this scam of this pyramid of this multi-level marketing uh nonsense to usher in this prison planet technocracy and transhumanism i believe there is definitely something spiritual behind a lot of this behind transhumanism they may worship some weird god they may worship the devil i don't know but i don't believe there is some uh powerful force that's actually behind what they're developing i think at the end of the day this is being developed by very evil humans by people that want total control uh they want to wield their influence they want all the wealth they do want to engineer humans out of existence because humanity is a threat to them for whatever reason they hate humanity i do believe that but i do believe part of the silver lining in this as i've explained to you is that the technocracy is a paper tiger because it all operates on the internet it all operates on energy they can't run the prison planet it's like if they put a bunch of us inside of a prison block you know in a fema camp and the whole thing operates on you know amazon ring technology and google nest well if the power goes out and all of a sudden the jail doors all open we will run free and we're able to just beat the guards to death right find the warden and smash his head in with a candy cane i don't know 
But that's how I look at this system. It all runs on technology. It all runs on energy, on electricity, this system they're building. And the reason why it's about hacking and hijacking and pirating the natural world to control the physical world and then to control humanity and engineer humanity out of existence is because they fear that. They fear the unknown. They fear what they cannot control what they cannot engineer. And that is why they're trying to engineer everything into their own image, their own vision of what they believe the future should be, of what they believe the planet should be, of what they believe humanity should be. And so the other silver lining in this is I realized, I'm pretty sure, I mean, my opinions might change based on research, but I always want to share with you my own personal thoughts on this, why I'm not so blackpilled and why I believe there's hope for the future. I believe there is opportunities to create breakaway civilizations to live outside of the matrix is that I think right now, folks, we're not dealing with uh, lizard people. We're not dealing with cyborgs because If they had the power to snap their fingers and have the prison planet here right now and humans turned into cyborgs with chips in their heads that they control fully, then they would have done that. They don't need to go through all of these 1933 technocratic uh, papers and theories on how to build the system. They don't need to take that, rework it, keep building the technology, and then laying out four or 5,000-page documents out of the United Nations and have a whole umbrella of NGOs and think tanks and all of these institutions and universities and private sector companies that they own and control through BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street. They wouldn't have to do this unless they were human because some non-human force some supernatural force would just do it they would just snap their fingers and it would be done and every time these guys run into some puppet dictator that they installed and then that guy thinks he has all the power then they got to knock him out of power and all these different things set them back you know there's this whole school of thought coming out of i think Catherine austin fitz and John Titus, that what's happening right now is that CBDC, uh, international, global, worldwide CBDC, is inevitable. But there's an internal struggle between Russia and China and the United States, basically, who's going to be the one to control it. See, so the greed factor from the various uh, power people who are in control of these various governments and banks and such, there's a struggle there. Uh, As Jim explained to today, it's like Tony Soprano. And let's say Tony Soprano's at the top of the food chain. And then the heads of the banks and different heads of political parties and stuff, they're basically like Pauly and Silvio and Bobby Bacala. They have their own crews, right? And they're all struggling and vying for power within the corrupt criminal system. And so that's how you have to think about it. So there is the ability to beat them. There is the ability to form a breakaway civilization and say, no, we're not going to be part of this system, folks. All right, here's an article. I want to read this to you before we go over to the energy certificate document because it has to do with what I just talked about. And this is a brilliant little piece, just a few paragraphs. Uh, It is by Kathy Solomon special to the telegraph and it was updated december 29th 2015 it says your say technocracy being woven into our society i just found this recently folks 
But it's exactly what I've been talking about here, that we're living within this quasi-technocratic state right now. It says here, throughout history, various totalitarian and dictatorial governances have more often than not been cloaked in some form of promise utopianism. These philosophies have had different roots, but the outcome is the same, destruction, misery, and death. There is a new form of utopian totalitarianism called technocracy. It is alive and well and under implementation in this country. It is transforming economics, government, religion, and law. It is about economic and social control of society and persons according to the scientific method. See that? Economic and social control of society and persons according to the scientific method. If it is allowed to be fully implemented, it too will have the same results. The results meaning what, folks? Destruction, misery, and death. It goes on to say it is being woven into our society under the names and programs called sustainable development, smart grid, green economy, smart growth, public-private partnerships, Agenda 21, land use, global warming and climate change, cap and trade, in education, the Common Core State Standards. Technocracy was resurrected by the global elitists led by David Rockefeller and Zbigniew Brzezinski with the formation of the Trilateral Commission. In Brzezinski's book, who will get, we were going to get into Brzezinski eventually. He's on my radar. Don't worry. Quote, between two ages, America's role in the tech, uh, technotronic era, end quote. He wrote, quote, the nation as a fundamental unit of man's organized life has ceased to be the principal creative force. International banks and multinational corporations are acting and planning in terms that are far in advance of the political concepts of nation state, end quote. He called sovereignty, quote, fiction, end quote. He also wrote the, quote, technotronic era involves the gradual appearance of a more controlled and directed society dominated by elite whose claim to political power would rest on allegedly superior scientific know-how, using the latest modern techniques for influencing public behavior and keeping society under close surveillance and control, end quote. What are... Uh, What we are being transitioned into is global governance, and the United Nations is an integral part. Much of what is being established circumvents our Congress and the Constitution. So bit by bit, our rights under our Constitution are being eroded. We will have no representation under this governance. In view of the current Climate Conference Agenda 2030, consider the dictatorial statements such as, quote, the science is settled, end quote. Quote, climate deniers must be silenced, end quote. And quote, climate deniers should be jailed, end quote, at all. The conversation must be shut down because the, quote, science, end quote, has been bought and paid for and fabricated to fit an agenda. The scientists who have changed views against global warming climate change have had their reputations marginalized and often their careers ruined. 
Maurice Newman, chairman of Australia's Prime Minister Tony Abbott's Business Advisory Council, said, quote, the UN is using false models which show sustained temperature increases because it wants to end democracy and impose a new world order, end quote. The advisor's inflammatory comments coincided with a visit from the UN climate chief, Christina Figueres, who uh, Jim just did some research on. Goes on to say, Newman said that Figueres is, quote, on record saying democracy is a poor political system for fighting global warming. Communist China, she says, is the best model, end quote. There is much more that is in play to exact this diabolical agenda. I would direct anyone interested in learning more on this subject to read both Technocracy Rising by Patrick Wood and The Green Gospel by Sheila Zielinski. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so this is a very good piece, actually, by Kathy Solomon. And so I've got to do a little digging into her and what she wrote about. There's some missing pieces here, but this is a fantastic little piece. So I just uh, suggest you try to find this. What I would do is I would Google the Telegraph um, Technocracy Rockefeller, and you're going to come across this. Again, it's your say, technocracy being woven into our society. So what Jim is working on right now, folks, is figuring out if there was any direct money ties that we can show that the Rockefellers were behind Howard Scott and the technocracy, basically doing the research putting the white papers together for what would later be this form of government that we are in fact living under today. I don't think anyone can argue against this, folks. And all hands are on deck. Be it Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, and the rest of the technocratic transhumanist gang. Folks, when we get back, we're going to delve into energy certificates from this 1938 pamphlet put out by Technocracy Incorporated. Let's try to get this done today, fully understand this, so when we get back to the continuing conversations with Jim, we'll be able to connect the CBDC, the Universal Basic Income, right into the energy certificates. And then if that is the case, you will have the plan for where it's going, because it was written about going all the way back to 1933, and then tightened up and perfected going through Technocracy technocracy incorporated's history going up to about 1970 and then where does that go it leads into what they started working on directly out of the united nations ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 